Hashtag spread the love. The only thing that really matters is spreading love and acceptance and unity throughout the entire South Africa in any way that you possibly can. We only got one Spread the love, SFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. At Koketso Sachane and at SFM Radio on Twitter. That is where we are, The Viewpoint, and it is time for our Africa narrative focus. As we know, President Soro Ramaphosa, together with a large delegation of government ministers and business people um, on a four-stop West African tour started off last week in Nigeria, ended up in Ivory Coast, in Ghana, and today concluding uh, in Senegal, um, where he was, of course, hosted by Senegalese President uh, Maki Sal. The, the trip to Dakar uh, was um, the last of his four-stop investment and trade drive. Leander Basumpia is a South African journalist based in Abidjan in Ivory Coast, and she joins us now on the line. You are in Senegal. You're in Dakar, Leander. Welcome to SAFM. Leanne, can you hear me clearly? Hmm. Maybe we need to sort out that that connection there. We know that uh, as we sort out that connection, if we can do that, uh, Phineas, we know that uh, the president, of course, in Senegal participating in the 7th International Dhaka Forum on Peace and Security in Africa. Uh, the forum has uh, it's said to have grown to become a seminal Hello. event on issues relating to peace, security and stability on the continent. Leanne, you can hear me clearly? All right. Let's so maybe we should try something else, um, a different type of connection, because that is definitely not going to work. And if at all you have been following the the president's um, uh, trip to West Africa, maybe um, you were aware of the what was described as initially quite intense conversations had uh, once he got to Nigeria. And what became central in those discussions in Nigeria, of course, was the position taken by a number of Nigerian uh, ministers and even the president on issues of um, accusations of xenophobia and the targeting of Nigerians on um, in South Africa in particular. Uh, that took uh, somewhat of a center stage, which was eventually um, you know, dealt with, and they were able to get on dealing with uh, the question of trade and investment. And then the president uh, also moving on to uh, Ivory Coast, moving on to Ghana, and today concluding in Senegal. And we know that, at least in Ghana in, in particular, uh, we do have quite a large South African business presence over the past 10 years. Uh, South African companies are said to have launched 170 projects in Ghana um, to the value of 1 billion US dollars in uh, capital investments. And the two countries are said to have discussed how also armed conflict and security challenges on the continent are said to be a threat to sustainable economic growth. And I know in terms of the, um, the, the, the meeting that was held earlier on today, 
um, the, or rather the 7th International Dhaka Forum on Peace and Security in Africa. Uh, one of the areas that they did touch on is the situation unfolding out in Mozambique. And we know what is happening there in Cabo Delgado and the challenges that um, we are faced with and the impact that it has on the Southern African region. So hopefully uh, we can touch base with Leanne and have all those conversations. So in the meantime, let's just take a break and try and make that connection work there. Phineas, it is the viewpoint on SAFM. It is the viewpoint on SAFM and it is our um, African narrative focus. And I'm glad that we're able to finally sort out our connection. Leander Basumpia is a South African journalist based in uh, Abidjan in the Ivory Coast doing work for Bloomberg. And she joins us now on the line. Leanne, I know that you are in, you're not in, in um, Cote d'Ivoire, you are in Senegal, where you spent the past couple of days, at least yesterday and today, uh, following President Cyril Ramaphosa and Senegalese President Macky Sall. How are you doing? Thank you, Kukito. Uh, I've spent two hours in traffic and my um, and my taxi driver just uh, broke down 200 meters from where I'm staying. So I do apologize if you hear the sound of the ocean and the occasional car passing me because I'm, I'm actually making my way back to my car. But that's part of African travel, I guess, too, to adapt uh, to the situation. No, it definitely is. What what has been um, or what what was um, happening in in Senegal? I made reference to the fact that the president did participate in the seventh international Dakar Forum on Peace and Security on on the continent. Uh, but also there was what the president had to say in his conclusion of his visit to Senegal, which is where you are right now. Yes, so it's, uh, it was a very interesting uh, forum because it was dealing with a number of uh, peace and security issues uh, on the continent, and not just in the region where we find ourselves in the Sahel, which is seeing an increase in um, extremism, but also in referring to uh, the situation in Mozambique. Um, what was very surprising was that the forum didn't, in fact, at all talk about the situation currently in Ethiopia, but um, the president of Niger was president, the president of Guinea-Bissau, and of course, uh, President Macky Sall of Senegal and President Joe Ramaphosa. So they had quite an in-depth discussion. Um, There were a lot of uh, technical uh, people from all over the world, experts, uh, talking about what can be done to improve the situation, situation but also um, how the economic situation needs to improve uh, in order for these young people not to get involved in extremist activities uh, across the continent. It is quite fascinating what you mentioned about what's, what, um, what they didn't touch on in terms of this, the situation um, in Ethiopia, uh, because if one were to just draw from something else that's happening on the continent where historically it, had, it was dealt with quite, quite swiftly. I mean, we saw the protests that are happening right now in, in the Gambia, and, and I'm reminded of how um, the at least um, ECOWAS very, very swiftly dealt with what was happening um, with Yaya Jame and which saw the emergence of Adama Barrow, but there are tensions there as well. A, a certain lack of inconsistency on the continent in dealing with some of these challenges? I definitely think so. And when you're dealing with the civil fires at the same time, um, you kind of prioritize, I guess, one over the other. Um, we've seen um, ECOWAS being very active recently in Guinea, 
um, in Mali, where they've seen coups uh, recently, but have been quite silent on a similar situation in Burkina. And these countries, of course, very much impacted by terrorism. But what's happening in the Gambia at the moment um, is something to, to be on the lookout for. And, of course, is a, a neighboring country to Senegal where I am right now. Um, Adama Barrow said today that he, part of his plans is to, uh, to, to institute a constitutional term limit for presidents. Um, but you could turn around and say, well, it starts uh, once that, con- that new constitution comes in and not, um, not when he was elected president. So that could be uh, letting see another two terms in office. So uh, it's very interesting how they come up with these interesting solutions and uh, parts of the heritage that they want to, um, to be remembered for, but then they end up down the line changing um, their minds. Yeah, most definitely. Just going back to the visit by President Cyril Ramaphosa, and yes, there are all these security-related challenges, but if, if I were to draw from his uh, closing address earlier on today and on a more positive light, one of the things that he mentioned is the the possible um, twin, uh, what is it, a twinning, if you will, the Gori Islands in Senegal with Robben Island. Um, uh, very interesting um uh, move there where we could see yet another form of closer relations between ourselves and Senegal. Yes, that was a, it was an interesting visit um, that was done by the two presidents today and it's something that you mentioned in this press conference, uh, rightly, as you said as well. So that's, that's something interesting. And what I also learned today that uh, downtown Dakar has a Soweto place which is quite fascinating, too. Uh, so it feels like uh, this is not a, a new relationship that they're trying to establish, but a uh, rekindling of uh, an older relationship that has been uh, very important to South Africa. And, of course, this trip to uh, the four uh, biggest economies, uh, two main Anglophone economies and two main Francophone economies in West Africa, really shows uh, a strong commitment from uh, President Joe Maposa to not only have stronger political ties, but also stronger uh, economic ties, which uh, he repeatedly said is the only solution to overcoming uh, the economic um, problems that for the continent and elsewhere in the world, in fact, um, given the COVID pandemic. And speaking of the COVID pandemic, um, Leanne, what has been uh, consistent throughout his his visit to the the four nations has been uh, both him and his host president uh, quite vocal around the travel bans that have been imposed on on certain African countries because of the Omicron um, variant. I've I've seen a a much more I don't know a robust and clearly speaking president um, as compared to what we normally used to using very very strong words at some point describing um, um, as as patronizing the type of phone calls that he received from Euro- European leaders. Kuketsa, I can tell you that there were gasps in the crowd when he said that in his opening address um, at the Dakar International Peace and Security Forum yesterday. Um, very, very strong words. Um, he was again highlighting the fact uh, that African countries, especially the ones that he visited in the last week, have welcomed him with open arms um, despite uh, the Omicron um, virus uh, variant, rather, that has was found in South Africa, and Europe and the U.S. didn't do the same at all. Um, so I think very strong words, and we hope that once he gets back to South Africa in the early hours of tomorrow morning, that that rhetoric uh, continues uh, in the same vein. Just in in conclusion, and looking at the the entire trip, and I know that you 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 were there in in Abidjan. 
um, in the Ivory Coast during his visit. But all in all, um, was it a good reception for the South African delegation? And I'm asking this, noting somewhat of the, the tensions that existed when, when they landed in Nigeria uh, with questions being asked around the treatment of Nigerians on the African, in South Africa in particular. But all in all, was it a good um, couple of days for the South African delegation? I think that the South African delegation can't complain about very much. Um, the, the Nigeria experience, if it was a bad experience, was very quickly forgotten for them because once they landed uh, on the tarmac uh, in Abidjan, the economic capital of Ivory Coast, uh, they were received uh, by the president, uh, Alassane Ouattara, his prime minister and several other ministers, as well as uh, the uh, army band that sang, uh, or that played rather, Kosi uh, Tikulin in Africa, as well as the Abidjanese and Ivorian national anthem. And then from there to the airport, down to the presidential palace and to where uh, um, Ramaphosa was staying, they went literally flagged every 100 meters, uh, every South African flags, uh, every 100 meters. So the city was literally covered in South African flags. So that's not a very warm welcome. And then the same uh, in Ghana and the same uh, once he arrived in Senegal. So I think all in all, it was, a, they had a very good welcome. There were very important meetings. Um, in Ivory Coast, he had a, quite a big business delegation with him. They had a business forum as well, as well and as in um as in Ghana, to uh, Ghana, somewhere where there is already, as you mentioned previous, uh, earlier in the call, that there is already a very strong uh, South African business presence here, but it's something that they hope to uh, improve on, and also to try to spoil over some of those uh, contracts, those business opportunities to neighboring Ivory Coast as well. And something that he said was very pertinent, least term, the contacts that we've made uh, on this trip into contracts, and, uh, mm. and hopefully uh, those will follow soon. Just um, the last one, uh, Leanne. I mean, you are based in Abidjan in, in Ivory Coast. A- as it stands, what is the is there much of a presence of South Africans or South African business um, in the country? And what do you foresee following the bilateral um, discussions and and um, uh, agreements that were signed uh, between the South African government and the government of President Alassane Ouattara? Just off the top of my head, you know, South African businesses already present there uh, would be uh, mining companies, MTN, Sunlam. Um, there's quite a, a big presence uh, of those companies in in Ivory Coast. Uh, but as uh, uh, um, Ibrahim Patel mentioned, that they, they found several uh, low-hanging fruits. You know, it's cars that are manufactured in South Africa, not being sent all the way to uh, Europe and then imported from Europe into Ivory Coast, but sending it directly from South Africa uh, to Ivory Coast, to Ghana, to Nigeria, and really taking advantage of the Africa continental free trade area and um, putting that free trade area into really into motion. And so I think that this uh, this trip of, of President Ramaphosa was really the start of, of putting that uh, free trade area into, into motion and uh, seeing more and more products that are being produced in on the continent being shipped elsewhere uh, and really taking advantage of that. All right. Leanne, we appreciate your time. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, travel safely back home to Abidjan. Thank you very much, Kukito. That is uh, Leanne de Bassompierre, a South African journalist based in Abidjan in the Ivory Coast doing work for Bloomberg, um, just giving us her take uh, on uh, President Soro Ramaphosa's four-state 
West African tour started off in Nigeria, was in Ivory Coast, Ghana, and concluding in Senegal earlier on today. Have you been following the president's uh, trip? And what do you make of the discussions had, uh, whether it is in Senegal, Ghana, Nigeria, or Ivory Coast? You can share your thoughts or any other matter that is on your mind. With a few minutes left of the show, of course, it's all yours. O double one seven one four two thousand and six, or send us a WhatsApp voice note. O six one four one zero four one zero seven. It is twenty eight minutes to ten.